Kendra. Hi, oh. Whoa. Hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Coming in hot. How you doing? Great. It was, I had a, a really... Big weekend. Big weekend. Lots happened on the weekend. Yeah, I mean, like a big moment you in my started, life. You started as a man with no responsibility. Yeah, and you weekend. know what happened? I finally got to see Robert Altman's 1971 classic, McCabe and Mrs. Miller. It's great. Did you actually? And it, yeah, and it, it did change my life. Do you know what's big about that movie that I think that would interest you? I can't believe you're still not getting to the part that's actually exciting. No, but, but do continue. you know what the soundtrack? Because this is something Alvin Altman would do. He's the best. Is all Leonard Cohen? Oh, it's I an love old, it's an old Leonard West Cohen. movie with Warren Beatty and Julie Christie. That's shot beautifully. Would I love this movie? I think I love maybe a western. it's a it's a good one. It's a weird one. It's a lot of like just like stumbling, mumbling, rumbling folks that really don't know what the hell they're doing, and ending up doing sort of these grand things in a way. Um, but it's about Warren Beatty arrives at a town and starts like a brothel and a you know a casino and a bar there, and I do that and then people every basically. Weekend. I'm sorry. I do that every weekend. I know. Well, you you're always starting brothels. <laughs> It's but, all, in a, all in a weekend's work. So I finally saw that. It's Yeah, it changed my life. But also... But also... Ken got a dog. I got a dog. Yeah. Real cutie. She's cute. She's very cute. Yeah, I had no idea. When I went to go see her, I was like, she could be cute, but she could... Like, this. these photographs, I didn't really know. Mm-hmm. And then I showed up and she was like, hey, man. And I was like, hey. I spoke. <laughs> What's great about uh, Ken's new dog is how... Good she is with English. She's really good with English. And I'm glad because I don't know if I could put up with a dog that wasn't. I told that to the people. And they were like, no worries. Um, it is a, it's a weird experience to go meet a dog and then you take that dog home that day. And all of a sudden the next day you wake up and you're like, oh yeah, I have a dog. <laughs> that is weird. Especially when I, I haven't had a dog since I was a kid. And so it's been years of like just me being like, who do I have to take care of today? Me. And then right, just like it right. echoes throughout the yes. house. And then I look into the mirror and I get all sad. But now it was like me and then like a bark answered and it. Then went, and I was like, all right, calm down. You'll be okay. Actually, she has a very deep bark. Yeah, she, yeah. She, I like it. She, she's like a scrapper, I think. Yeah. You don't have to watch her. Yeah. But she's a good one. I don't know. Okay, well, completely unrelated. Well, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> like, who's also a good one, but like, let's not do that. Am I right? Exactly. What we want to say great is... One. We love Perry Gilpin. Speaking of Perry Gilpin. We just spoke over. Four degrees. Three degrees. Two degrees. Of Perry Gilpin. So, this is a show, Two Degrees of Perry Gilpin, where we talk about movies and tv and pop culture and then somehow related back to perry gilpin we recognize that it's been a little bit slow going on that front because we've been doing recaps and you know it's been we have a lack of focus (laughs) working on that but if you have a lack of focus it's hard to work on that right you you always lose focus it's tough it's not easy what we do here but we do it. We do it. And so this week, I think we're going to talk a little bit about Oscar nominations. Yeah, yeah. Um, Some interesting things happen. We're also going to talk about things Ken's seen. We're also going to talk about The Witcher, which you I've seen. The, the I'm, I'm not. I'm not far enough in to really give my true... I want to spend a full episode really, really unpeeling the banana that is The Witcher. 
So what are your initial thoughts though? This is the this is the new Netflix show that's based on a video game. Yes. Starring series, yeah. uh, I think they have books. Too. Starring Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Who remember that movie that we watched where he was Oh yeah. A kid in it? Was that? No, that wasn't him. What was that? No, he was the young one. He the, was like he was, was it like Capture the Castle? Mm-hmm. The real one. Yep. Not yep. the one that was a glass castle that's, or yeah, something, which was totally yeah. different and right. yeah. sad. Sad. No. Which... Capture, although Capture the Castle was sad too, right? Yeah, but different. Okay. Like British sad. Yep. I'll okay. take it every time. Anyway, but Henry Cavill was there as like the um, like the farmer's he, son. You know what he popped up as in that movie? As future Henry Cavill. He was like, he did. Hello. He looked like a little boy. It was yeah. insane. I mean, he was probably like eighteen. Oh, this guy, Henry Cavill. You're you're not a fan. Well, I'll get, I, I'll I'll admit something. Uh, there was a a, a picture a posted head. recently of him and Ben Affleck, and someone posted this on Twitter, and they were like, "If these two approach you, like, who do you go home with, or something?" Something dumb like that. <gasps> you can tell the kind of you know discourse I'm getting into on Twitter. Wait, I haven't gotten into this discourse. Yeah, yeah. I just just so you witness this. Just discourse. witness, and I didn't search also, for this discourse. The either. worst part is, I know what your answer is. It's it's Affleck. Well, I didn't like people's. <laughs> reactions about Ben Affleck because right. honestly you're like Henry Cavill's said and did some things that haven't been all that great yeah I and Ben Affleck is really sad right <laughs> so you bring up some really good arguments well I think it depends what I'm you just want just think about it right that's what people want are just sad hulking no, well, men dip- with horrible back tattoos it right? is insane how <laughs> both of those how people can have such broad shoulders and both of those men have like maybe taken it two steps too far. Right. I'm not even yep. going to say one step too far. File two down steps. those shoulders. Yeah, right? bring them down. Yep. It's like... Bind yourself. But now what, what are you going to do? You can't make yourself less? No, I know. Yeah. It's. I mean... They're cursed. With, they're cursed now with being swole forever. Yep. <laughs> right. Oh, that must be tough. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so he's in this and he has a... Blonde slash gray hair. Long. Oh, wow. I haven't even noticed that in, in, the, a little, in the pictures. little top clip. Uh, oh. A hairstyle that was very popular for me when I was about 13 years old. He's yeah. he's rocking that one. Do you think he got it from um, you? Yeah, actually. He oh. was like, hey, quick question. Do you still have that? But he has straight hair in it. So it, it looks much better on him than it ever did on me. It Absolutely did. not. I don't believe it. No, it, 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 didn't, it didn't really play as well as I thought it would. Anyway, point is... <laughs> He doesn't have a butterfly clip holding it, which I do think is a negative to yep. his, oh, point his Kendra. style. Point Kendra. <laughs> there it goes. Um, but the show is absolutely insane because the plot of what I believe... Sorry, I'm getting slacks. <laughs> Everyone who was listening and just heard that slack sound was just like, <gasps> Oh no! Yeah. Um, it's like the opposite of slack. Yeah. Do they do that on purpose? This what? is some corporate thing. They're like slacking. You like know, slacklining? Like, no, when you slack, you're not doing work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In this case, it's like, am I, I'm saying something obvious, aren't no, I? No, no, you're right. That's a good point. No, it's an obvious thing. Let's move on. I'm know. sorry, everyone. Point is, Henry Cavill, the, the show is absolutely bananas. Okay. And that's because it's the plot line. It's like a video game. Like, it is a fict... You just rarely see... I feel like... What Game of Thrones did was open a door. Mm. But, like, that door was still... It was like... It's a, like what you would tell someone who wasn't into fantasy. You'd be like, it's a geopolitical whatever of whatever. Right. And you could it's get exactly tons what I of would people say. who weren't into fantasy yeah. like, to be like, 
I will consider it. What this show is, is I'm just shocked that no one was like, well, that's absolutely freaking nuts. Um, they just go full into it. Like and it's full like fantasy. Full fantasy. But not even full fantasy. Not at all full fantasy. Just more like all the fan- things that about fantasy that like... Because I, you know, I'm more of a sci-fi gal. We all yep. know it. Oh, yeah. But I, I will trot right into the fantasy. Ideally, it's like yep. hand in hand with sci-fi. But right. exceptions Or if there's maybe a romance involved. A romance, but even then, with I, mermaids. I don't love. What was that one? Tidelanders. <laughs> Tidelanders. <laughs> it's me, one of the characters in Tidelanders. I believe that would be uh, fantasy, not sci-fi, right? Mermaids. Yeah, but there's a drug cartel, so I don't know what that puts. <laughs> okay, all right. It's hard sci-fi. That's what it's hard drugs. That's what it stands for. <laughs> no, but anyway, this one. The, what I don't love about it is a little bit of the. There's some real uh, theater kid energy mm. in in the thing. like, like theater kid fantasy. Yeah. It's like a big space, and it's not even theater kid. That's not the right word, but I think that's more common. Like your brain can go there more quickly. Yeah. Whereas what I'm really talking about is like fantasy boy fantasy. Okay. That's like really just a little over the top. Well, I, you and I differ with the theater kid thing because when I, you say that, I think try hard, and I love it. No, I that's it oh of, yeah, yeah, I hate try yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yes. love it. But I honestly, if you say take a fantasy um, video game or whatever and turn it into something, I feel like Netflix show is perfect. You're right, I like agree. A, a I short think series a, or whatever it is. And they're doing a second season. That's I great. Do, that's I like, do believe. That's perfect because it can be dumb and big and fun and whatever. Yeah. And you're not trying to make a movie from it because those like never work. Right, and exactly. Because it's, it's too small of a thing, I think, too. With a, a show, you can kind of like go from different levels and or whatever. And have a lot of length. I don't know what I'm talking about. But. No, but you're right. And because it like... Thank you. It allows you to be more in the moment of it. Anyway, why am I still talking about The Witcher? I like to call it The Witchery. The Witcher. Because um, it sounds more fun to me. Also, witches aren't really in it in that capacity. Wait, and, He's and not a of witch. the Netflix shows, which are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, that was good. Um, no, uh, one other note. I should just say the basic plot line. Mm. Henry Cavill's a monster hunter. And it's like the specific... Almost like he's a monster I mean, who is a monster hunter, but then as oh, he well, because he like Dexter. well, that's why his hair is like <laughs> white or something. I don't actually know anything, but his eyes turn really scary when he's like about to murder a monster. But his whole thing is he doesn't like murder the monsters. He like gets to like he rehabilitates them. No, he well sometimes, but like more like what is going on here. Things I don't like about the show. They've said the word abortion multiple times as like a weird joke type thing. And I didn't like it either time. Wait, what, how so is a joke? If you can remember. Like, like one, it's like he's described, like they're describing this monster. One of it's like within a bard song is like the punchline is like an abortion. And like and no one in the room laughs. But then you're also there like, I hate that it even was brought up. Yeah. You also, you don't like bards though. I don't. That's actually maybe where I'm saying why it's a little theater kid is because there's a bard in it. Uh, yeah, you're like, no thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the other parts like a, um, it's just like they're describing this like monster who is they're like she was a whatever abortion so, um, or whatever. Um, and I just like I just don't well, it's, think it's a word. I mean, it means a lot of things, kind of. It does, but what a lot of things? Yeah. No, it mostly like two. Yeah, it's one to one two specific pr- procedure. No, then, but yeah. they're just taught. I I just. 
I know it's like, I don't know why I don't like it, but I don't think it's either helping. And I'm not sure it's really hurting who they think it would hurt, but I think it's just hurting. That's what I feel like you can, the, you can like, just sidestep that word, I think. I think so. Well, and plus I, it just didn't, um, it just made me like sad yeah. in like a, not like helping their cause. Right. Of being like, we're a goofy show sometimes. Well, you're staunchly pro-life, so you, you <laughs> no, <both>. that's not even <laughs> Jesus. No, it just that's, but that's what I mean. Like, it, it wasn't even like that. It's just using things to, like they were describing this like um, woman who is like a monster now as like whatever. She's an abortion. She was like a botched abortion of a whatever. Like, oh. and now she's a monster, and like that is maybe true, but it's like it was just fucked up. Yeah. You don't need that in your fantasy. No, and you just don't need... Like, there's just... No abortion, no bards. Well, like, it's like the ideally minimal rape I would love for fantasies of the future. (laughs) Ideally minimal... Like, who am I? But If you go back and and watch any movie from the 80s, I feel like the 80s were just like, you gotta have a rape in the movie. They were like, the whole plot line, right? Like, someone would come in and write a movie, and they're like, is there a rape in there? And they're like, well, no, it's a family comedy. Is there a rape in there? Right. And you they know, would just patch it's it crazy. in. crazy. Yeah. No, and that's... I, I don't know. That's kind of how I feel about it. Like, it's just... I don't think it added anything in there for... See, in in um, McCabe and Mrs. Miller, if I'm remembering correctly, um, there's there's some guys that come that come to the brothel that are, aren't really all that nice, but they don't really dwell on that. For the most part, it's just a bunch of naked people, like, laughing and hanging around mm. with each other. So it's very sex positive. <laughs> Love it. I don't think anyone ever laughed and had a good, had a good time at Game of Thrones. No, it's did true. I guess they did. No. In the early days. In the early and days. Then, at the beginning. Oh, my God. Uh, in the beginning. Um, let's do a quick commercial break. Yep. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, Kendra, you'd be proud of me. Why? I watched a period piece. Again. A period piece again? Wait, have I mentioned this on the show that I watched uh, Howard's End? I, I can't so. remember. Yeah, I don't know. It might have come up in uh, in light passing. No, no, because no, we talked about period pieces. I think you were talking about we were talking about Little Women last Little time. Little Women. What else did I watch though? Huh. I'm I'm proud of you. You saw Howard's End. Oh, thank you. Um, yes, I watched the Stars miniseries, the four part miniseries. Could have sworn that was BBC. Maybe there was there was a partnership, but I, I found it on Stars. So you can find they get all the, the credit. Stars. They get all the credit from me. I don't know. I'm gonna to have to tell you. I think it's a BBC. Um, I don't. I don't really remember. I'm just saying. I saw it on Stars. I don't know what. Why are you yelling at me? This is um. This is one from a couple of years ago. A few years ago that starred um. Um. It says PBS. Yeah, is that Stars now? <laughs> well, type in Stars. <laughs> Here we go. Between yeah, between BBC One and American Network Stars. A oh, collab. Okay. We love a collab. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that, Ken. I didn't mean to like really. Oh. Oh, it's fine. Um, so I watched it because I had just heard an interview, or I had, 
people have been talking about uh, movies of the decade, right? And someone mentioned Kenneth Lonergan's Margaret, which was, they started in 2005. They didn't actually finish it in 2011. And anyway, I follow his wife on Twitter because she's in succession and she's mm. hilarious. And she mentioned how much their family went through just trying to get that movie made because she's also a star in that movie. Mm-hmm. And how she appreciates that now people are watching it. So I watched that movie. I don't even know what my thoughts are on that movie. Yeah. Because it's a three-hour movie and there's a lot going on, although it was definitely beautiful in parts. But I saw that he did. He wrote this uh, this adaptation of Howard's End, and I hadn't seen the movie from the early '90s, um, starring Anthony Hopkins Nor had and I. Emma Thompson. And I haven't read the book, but I thought I'll Nor check this I. out. Really beautiful, super beautiful. Um, and the music in it's great. The look of it's great. It stars the two main stars are Haley Atwell and Matthew McFadden, who's also on Succession. Mm-hmm. Um, and Haley Atwell is just a star. She's just like and Matthew McFadden. And- He's great too. He's, In some ways, he has a harder part because he's playing kind of a dick. Yeah. Um, but she she's carrying the. He's been really working on that for a while. Yeah. He's been, he well, never, he was in that Pride and Prejudice as right, Mr. Darcy as a dick. Um, I'm forgetting the names. Oh, Wilcox. He plays Wilcox in um, in Howard's End. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's a lot that goes. I mean, it's four parts. I do. We talked about this. I do think the fourth part uh, gets a bit. Too melodramatic as they. Well, they, I think that they they do a great job making it so beautiful, yeah. so just like like you're just sitting down with yeah. everyone for right. tea. Yeah, and it's all impeccably done. But then by the fourth episode, they're like, "Oh right, the entire plot," and they're like, "Quick!" Which they've been put hitting, all the plot. They've in. been hitting their marks. It's setting all this up, and and truly, the the stories about these three different families. Um, and I believe it's, I mean, I'm, I didn't check on this, but I believe it's late, um, 19th century, um, England. Um, and, oh, is Kendra checking this up now? Well, I mean, if, if you got the Wikipedia up, but it doesn't matter because it, because this stupid thing doesn't. It's like, it's like 1480, Ken's an idiot. Um, (laughs) no, so, but it, it, you know, you have the Wilcoxes who are very well off and then you have the, um, the sort of, um, academic. Academic, you know, uh, you know, they have a, a, a healthy stipend, but they don't really have much more than that. Um, family that's headed by Haley Atwell, who is um, just the older sister uh, to a, a brother and a sister, uh, and their parents had passed away early on, and they have some money from that. But they're really just these three sort of sophisticates that um, don't really work, and mm-hmm. sort of, you know, sort of judge everyone, but in a in, in, not in any. Horrible way, right? And then there's this third um, uh, family that um, uh, that are really struggling and scraping by, and how their their lives inter- intersect. But anyway, I um, I really liked it. Thought the fourth episode was sort of a scramble. They sort of had to get everything and tie it up. But I would highly recommend it. It's on Stars. Mm-hmm. It's a Stars BBC joint production. I'm just gonna say I definitely saw it somewhere that wasn't Stars. Okay, yeah, well, you, where you wouldn't have seen it on Stars. So I, I think via PBS setup. It was good though. Yeah, it was very good. I think I, I I saw it like a year ago. It 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 once again reminded me that um, I do not seek out these period pieces mm-hmm. um, when I watch them. They're some of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I really like that Pride and Prejudice that Matthew McFadden's in. I really like Sense and Sensibility. Um, I He's love Little Women, Austin which is fan. sort of, is an American version of that, but nonetheless similar mm-hmm. thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm uh, maybe I need to just realize who I truly am. Yeah, you just. Likes things out of copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Who can say no? Um, 
Cool. And now do we want to um, really dive into our Oscar Well, we Oscar mentioned talk? Little Women. Little Women. Yes. Um, so it's a it's a sort of a weird place Maybe to start. Maybe you can walk us through what kind of happened because I still haven't really paid attention. Well, the Os- I know what I needed to know. The Oscar nominations. So um, you're going to realize this, so I'll just say it. The Oscar nominations were uh, this morning. This is Monday. This episode will drop tomorrow early. Mm. Um, and they came out. And honestly, there were no real big surprises. And a lot of the sort of um, outrage around them is... I don't think it's manufactured, but I think it's done in a way because people are trying to make a point more than actually think, actually, like their expectations weren't met. Because I think mm-hmm. people's expectations for the Oscars at this point are pretty low. Yeah. And, and for a lot, for, for the most part, that's a little unfair in that it's a broad, generic academy and they, they just don't, they were not going to pick these sort of like niche movies that people really love. But the fact is, they're a broad generic academy that's mostly white, mostly men, mostly male, and they're picking those movies. And this was a movie year where, I will say, if you look at these nominations, they are slightly boring, but the movies themselves are actually very good, mm-hmm. as opposed to some recent years. But they they just missed, I think, a few opportunities to just like show that they were broadening it a little bit. Like yeah. You had someone like Jennifer Lopez, who was a favorite to be nominated mm-hmm. Best Supporting Actress. And maybe not even to win, because Laura Dern seems to have be on the inside track. But then you just don't even nominate her, and you're mm-hmm. like... And it just it shows them sort of like being so out of touch. Yeah. It's like, this is a, a star yeah. who put in a performance in a movie that was a huge hit that people are sort of dismissing, even though it's talking about something that's very mm-hmm. um, important at this time. It, it's yeah. Some, you know, class distinction and all that stuff. It's, you know, it's, it's not... Of some sort of fluff movie and she carries that movie yeah like, absolutely carries it with her like she's just a great actress and i was gonna say charisma but honestly the beginning she blows you away with that right and then she sort of backs that up with just like fantastic human acting. part yeah. she's amazing and they just sort of overlook that so it was a little there was stuff like that I, th- I do think some people are asking for like the netflix movie atlantics to be nominated and i feel like that's something where you're like well you're asking a lot but honestly they're not it's just you're almost you're only asking a lot because of what they've done previously which is like never gone for that kind of movie this this like movie from you know africa in a you know different language and mm-hmm. it's like they're not going to nominate that movie yeah but i understand why people are saying they should nominate that movie right because they're reflecting basically one type of person right and in this case the top Four that there was a uh, top, it was very top heavy. The top four nominated movies, and I know I'm going on. No, here. this is perfect. You had The Joker with 11 um nominations, and then you had uh, once I'd call that a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, you're not wrong. I actually just recently saw that, Kendra, and I, while I don't really want to talk about it that much, um, I don't think it's deserving of these nominations. I don't think it's deserving of any nominations. Except for maybe Joaquin Phoenix, who I yeah. do think did a good job. You can have a really good performance in a pretty bad movie, and yeah. that's how I think of the Joker. Um, but Joker had ten, Joker had eleven, and then you had The Irishman, nineteen seventeen, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, all getting ten nominations. It's a pretty solid slate of like dad movie. Yeah, like you know, like older white movie now Joker's not really older white but it's like the kind of thing that older white would tr- would pick if they were trying to stay hip you know it's <laughs> yeah, like we're gonna absolutely. you know like oh we we got it we can do whatever we want this year because we got Joker there it's yeah. gonna signify this like cool thing meanwhile 
I don't know. I just I know a lot of people like Joker, and I know I've told some people that I didn't like it, and they were really surprised. Mm-hmm. Maybe even hurt, Kendra. Wow, but it wasn't me. I don't understand because it's a bad movie. <laughs> Um, but the good news is, like something like Parasite, which would never get, would usually not get this, got six nominations. Yeah. And people pointed out it didn't get any actor nominations. And I think that's an, another thing that needs to be looked at. But it did get director, it got mm-hmm. film, it got um, international film, it got uh, screenplay, it got a, a lot of yeah. big ones. And then Little Women, I believe our favorite. What, what? 100% my favorite. Six nominations? Really good. Yeah. But again, did not nominate Greta Gerwig for directing. Crazy. You know, screenplay, yes. Uh, acting performances, yes. Uh, you know, actor and a- actress and uh, supporting actress. Uh, best picture it's nominated for. Mm-hmm. She did not get the nod. It is five. No, it is four. Sorry. It is four white dudes and uh, Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like stuff like that. Where it's just like, once again, it's like, well, and that's like you could have had it. Right. You know, like, and like just from what, I don't know. There's just... It can also be kind of frustrating because then you realize it's like, I mean, I don't put the work in at the movies generally. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, I do wish that, you know, a few more people were putting in the work. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I just feel like they're getting free screeners. Just like actually watch some of its stuff. And as much as I love The Irishman, you guys watch that? It's three and a half hours. You're, you're, you're close to death, a lot of you. Right. All right. Let's spread it around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Check out some other films. No, again, there's a lot of great movies. Like, they make, like, uh, they, I mean, if you look at the Best Picture nom- nominees, it's a lot of them are really good. Um, it's a lot of the movies I just mentioned. And then, like, even for screenplay, I think, like, uh, Knives Out got a Best Original Screenplay. Mm-hmm. That's fun. But, um, it, so I, I, I think that the movies are high quality. It's just, once again, it's reflecting the Academy. Yeah. And the Academy, unfortunately, is a certain type of demographic. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I, but that having said that, I'm really excited for this year's Oscars. <laughs> Even though we already know who's going to win, probably. Who like, do we know? It's just like it seems foretold in a way. Well, I mean, I think Joaquin Phoenix is 100. percent Yeah, get and they say Renee factor. Zellweger for Judy playing Judy Garland, a film that nobody has seen. Yeah, critics have seen it. I guess Hollywood has seen it because of screeners. No one. It barely no, was I don't released. Even know how to? And they say she was great in it, but like, come on. Yeah. Why, why can't Sersha win for Little Women? She was amazing in that. Sersha. And no one's talking about her in that movie. She was great. Yeah. Um, they're saying Laura Dern for Marriage Story, and they're saying Brad Pitt um, for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Brad Pitt. Yeah. yeah. I do think that directing and the writing um, categories and picture. Are a little up in the air. People are saying 1917 might have a the subject. Mm-hmm. People are saying Joker has the most nominations. Maybe it's that. Um, I don't know. It, yeah. could, it could be a few movies. So that's a little up in the air. But I don't know. We'll see. I can't wait. I love the Oscars, even though they are always too long, boring, disappointing <laughs> in a lot of different ways. <laughs> but and you know what's funny is like this year I have a few movies that I really loved that are up for Best Picture, mm-hmm. and I I gotta say like I really part of me is like I really hope that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood doesn't win. Yeah. Because I don't it shouldn't I don't want that movie to be like the winner. Yeah. Because then it has like a little stink on it. Yeah. Because it's got enough going for it. Right. You know enough stink. It's like yeah. let's have Little Women win. Right. Then and everyone then I can, can enjoy be, everything. Yeah. You know. And the, yeah. But we'll see. Have your. Cake and eat it too. That's really what you know, you're asking although for. Although I'm right now, I'm on a diet, so no yes, cake. For me. Yeah, exactly. You know, unless it doesn't have uh, sugar or flour or. Uh, Sounds. Horrible. I just have to eat a raw egg. I think. Yeah, 
Probably have some fruit like molded into something. Oh yeah, let's work on something. Yeah, I'll, I'll play with. I'll play around with some kiwis. <laughs> you, know, you play around in your new kitchen, which is gorgeous. Thank Kendra. you. Thank oh, I mean, Lord. literally, new kitchen is the biggest overstatement that's ever happened. It's a new kitchen. You put copper in a kitchen like that? That is a new kitchen. I hope I'm not over speaking here. To, no, no, no. It's, I, I, I painted those walls. You painted the walls. You put copper up on those mm-hmm. walls. That's Soldered a new kitchen. Some copper. Yep. Yeah, I'm pretty proud. You should be proud. Put up a knife knife thing. You know what? Can I say that I'm proud of you? Yeah. Oh, okay. my God. Ken, thank you. All right. Um, let's think about Perry Gilpin. Okay. We got it? We got it. It's been settled. Mm-hmm. Do you want to run us through? I believe so. We have Matthew McFadden in Howard's End as yes. Mr. Wilcox. Yes. Henry. A difficult man, but ultimately lovable. As Haley Atwell found out, he, as we mentioned, is also in succession mm-hmm. as, um, as Tom. <laughs> He's so great in that show. But anyway, in that show, um, Brian Cox is in that show as the mm-hmm. head of the gang, as the head of the family, dad. as dad. And he also played dad in another show mm. that we all know about. Oh, a little show called Frasier. <laughs> yeah, he played Daphne's dad. Daphne's dad, yeah. Daphne's dead. And who else was on Frasier? Um, oh, Perry Gilpin. Perry Gilpin. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Yeah. Um, you can give us a call at 410-914-7374. That is 410-914-Perry. Has um, anyone called in a while? I don't know. What I gives? Sure. You loafs. Yeah, come on. Yeah. It's a new us. In 2020, we're going to be hard on you because we think you deserve it. Yeah. You deserve... Ken's really pointing at the, at the microphone at this point. You guys should all stand up. Stand up? <laughs> um, okay, well, thanks everyone for listening. We will talk to you next week. Ta-da. Bye.